It's July 22nd, 2021. This is Ablecraft, Episode 2. I'm Abel Kirby. And I'm Sir Spencer. All right, we're back. Episode number two. There's music in the air. I can feel it. I saw it today. I saw it the last weekend. Everyone's ready for some more music in their life. Definitely. Yeah. I was out uh, hanging around town with, uh, with a friend, my favorite Marty. And we saw just concert in the park. And there was actually two. At, there's two parks in the area we were in. Two different concerts going on. Uh, one of them they were setting up for, actually, the other one they were they were cooking. So, you know, there's there's people out there that want to listen to live music. And just today on my way home, I drove by. It was just a parking lot. It was a shopping center. And they had a whole circle. It And all these are filled to the brim. It's just uh, shoulder to shoulder. People sitting out, especially in lawn chairs and stuff. You know, bring your own stuff. And they're listening to someone playing guitar. Someone uh, uh, they had a whole rock band up at one of these one of these places in Columbia, Maryland. And I, I saw your pictures. It looked like a lot of fun. Yeah, it, this one I just drove by on my way back home from work. We had uh, it was like everyone from the the area was outside the supermarket. They had a bunch of people, and it was like it, it wasn't a professional show. It was like. Someone was playing and they had like grandma came up and she was singing an old classic song. You know, it's just really good. So I had my windows down. I was driving by, listening to her. Wow. You know, these people are just hungry for music. I think so. I think you're right. Yeah. I love the live music. Yeah. Same. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen something live. I think the last time we went to a, they called it a rooftop soiree. Uh-huh. Uh, soiree. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, some circus kid stuff. You know, they do the aerials and they do the. Oh, and then uh, they do like different random instruments. Like a guy played. There's they have a, like a violinist, mm-hmm. and they have like a um, some kind of a horn. <laughs> yes. You know, you gotta have a horn. You know what I mean? Uh, no doubt. <laughs> they just do kind of like a variety show, cabaret type stuff. You know? Yeah. Not quite burlesque. Not quite uh, anything in particular. Well, maybe it, it made me think. Like when when we had Grandma out and she was singing a song, she was pretty good too. Um, you know, maybe that's uh, a friend of mine. Another friend of mine was talking about what happens to your data when you die. You know, what's your legacy? And I said, I don't know. Maybe it's a podcast. <laughs> maybe it's, you know, maybe the way that we have. How do you how do you have a recording of, you know, your uh, your previous generations of them singing? You know, is it because you're going to save it to an MP3 on your computer or is it because it's going to be out there, you know, in the ether in some way on the Internet that you can get back to later? I don't know. It's something I've been thinking about, you know. It's, it's a big picture kind of, sure, definitely, you know, uh, thing. But we had some uh, some solid uh, advances in our little project here, at least in terms of the infrastructure right now. Um, since we did our last episode, we were we were able to record an entire episode in the within the span while Hog Story was doing their show. We started a brand new show, recorded the whole thing, produced the episode, and then I also bought hosting and uploaded it and designed a cover. <laughs> It got it all uh, all cooking before Hog Story ended, so I I want to uh, you know give myself uh, one of those. Yeah, you you were really cooking on on all cylinders, man. So we went with uh, Buzzsprout, which is our our host right now. Um, I went for the eighteen dollar a month uh, subscription, and I I think it gives us six hours of podcasting a month. So for, yeah, for us that should be plenty. Yeah, that's that is plenty. I I, I don't want to do an hour show. I want to just burn through all our material and get going. Sure. Um, so I did that, and I also did that cover art. Um, when it, when I, I went to that. when I went to Buzzsprout, they had a little promotion where they said, "Yeah, you can go make a make your cover art for your podcast using this uh, partner called Canva." 
Oh, sure. Canva. Yeah. Canva. And so you can go in and drag in like the clip art things. And they want to do ones. They want to nickel and dime you for all the, uh, for the really good clip art. Right. Yeah. And the so I, stuff. you know, I put some stuff together and, uh, and I said, ah, okay, that's Ablecraft. It's the, it's the, the logs, the fireplace. Yeah. That sounds great. Uh, whatever. Nice. You know, total cost for it. What's that? $1. It was nice. $1 credit card charge. So I don't know. Beautiful. Not usually one to to go to these services, but I said, "What the hell? I'm doing everything right now." So yeah, worth the buck. Yeah. Worth the buck. And uh, thanks to some of some effort on your part, we got um, value enabled. Yep, we're value for value right off the bat. Uh, That's a uh, big thanks to Dave Jones as well, plugging it in on the back end. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, currently the way it's set up, if you want to use Podcast or Wallet, you can designate one node that is your value tag and that's the only field you can manipulate you can just put in your public key for your node but if you want to do a split like this show is currently split so if you're boosting the show uh half will go to abel kirby's node and half will go to my node yes and And the way to do that is to talk to dave jones right now (laughs) currently well i wanted to see what would happen um so i played stupid a little I i did a naive approach and i said uh, I opened a help ticket with the Buzzsprout support, and I got someone who was very nice, and I got back right away, but the the entirety of my support ticket was, uh, I want to add this kind of arbitrary XML to my feed. It's This is what it's for. This is what I'm doing, and uh, can you help me with that or you know put me in touch with someone who can? And I got an answer back from them that was very disappointing. It was uh, an answer that said, we can't do that for you. Sorry. Ah, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, and so I didn't invoke um, the uh, the guy's name. Uh, now, I guess I can't remember it now. Uh, the guy who runs BuzzFeed, uh, not BuzzFeed, uh, Buzzsprout. But we had, uh, you know, some some pro support from the podcasting 2.0 guys, and they set us up. I think within a couple hours of really, I, it might have been within an hour or so of me actually sending my uh, my public key to him. So, yeah, he's he's on the ball about it. Oh yeah. And then I found out a second thing, uh, which was not told to me in a, ahead of time, so I want to bring it up now, which is that I run a Raspi Blitz, and mm-hmm. the key send protocol is not enabled by default on the version that I had. See, that's interesting, and I was asking you about it because I also have Raspi Blitz, and I never had to turn it on. It was, I guess, already on, but they did put out a version between when I installed and when you got yours that... Uh, had Tor baked in, so Tor just comes automatically enabled. You don't have to enable all that. Well, I have that, and I have uh, I have turned mine on. I did mine manually, but I wonder if that also is part of the if the new system was like we have Tor enabled automatically, we have key send off automatically, that kind of thing. Yeah, it's uh, that that's that's the case for me because I had Tor on automatically and key send off. So I fixed mm-hmm. that. It took a little debugging because what I was what I would do is I'd open the podcast, I'd play our own show, and so I'm hearing the first two minutes of the last episode over and over. It was really really bad. Uh, <laughs> after you hear it once, you know that's enough. And it, when you hear it six times in a row, it, it gets to you. A little maddening. Yeah. So I would boost, and I'd see half of it went to you, and the other, and none of it went to me. And I said, Oh. This is... So I I found out that's the failure case if you give a pub key that doesn't accept key send what it does is it just doesn't send sure so that half of the payment would fail and half of the payment would send Mm -hmm. so you still got paid even though my node was down which is uh, i guess a good test well yeah you can write down whatever you tested with too and i'll shoot it back to your node i don't care it's 
So the, the next step that I have in exploring this is I can't find a way in uh, the SSH um, mm-hmm. kind of menu you can get uh, for Raspy Blitz or in the, uh, the, the web uh, version, the RTL. Oh, okay. Uh, when you log in, I can't Ride figure out how to, how do you generate a key send payment? Because what I want to do is actually send key send to you or to someone else, you know, as uh, a way of directly sending a message. And I don't want to use an app. I just want to use my node and send mm. stuff to your node. It's, Interesting. Yeah. I can, uh, I know how to do it via, you know, making invoices and paying invoices. But yeah. I'm not sure about a key send. I'd have to look into it, but I could probably figure it out. Yep. The Is Ride the Lightning the only f- interface you use right now? Um, I use the SSH and Ride the Lightning. I haven't, I wasn't aware there was another interface. There's ThunderHub as well, okay. which is the one I use the most often. ThunderHub. Um, I'm writing that down in my notes. ThunderHub. And Hub. you may have to turn it on in the services okay. menu, and it'll automatically install it. Uh, another thing that I use a lot lately is Balance of Satoshi, BOS. BOS. And that is a command line interface application. So you, if you install it, it installs you know all the dependencies, and then you can basically pay yourself a circular payment to balance your channels. Yeah, that, and that's if you're more concerned about routing and stuff like that. That's probably well, that's just not immediate concern. One of the things that I've I decided I wanted to do was take um, the funds that usually I donate to a podcast, either kind of you know anonymously or you know in some other way you know podcasts i like i like to donate to them sometimes mm-hmm. and what i want to do is basically take all that funding and i'm gonna send it out i'm gonna put it in a lightning wallet and then run through either breeze or pod friend or some app like that and just turn those sliders all the way up but i said okay here's my money i'm gonna burn it and this is what I, this is what i'm gonna do i'm just dumping sure. it onto everything so i was able to use pod friend for a while uh, for this, but unfortunately, Podfriend on Android had a kind of a hiccup right when Podfriend Martin went on vacation. So, oh yeah, uh, it's currently inoperable. So I haven't been able to use that, and I've had a problem with Breeze, um, just trying to get more more sats into the into the app, the wallet on the app. Interesting. So uh, it's it's technical stuff. I don't want to go all the way into it right now, but uh, it's it's something I keep looking at, but. The, the rebalancing of the channels is part of it. I ran into that where I, I opened a channel and then I maxed it out. And I had to, what I had to do was open another channel because I wasn't sure how to rebalance it. Yeah, it depends. Um, if you have enough channels and they're all connected, basically for a circular rebalance, you're paying yourself through a series of other nodes. So you have to have at least a triangle of different nodes. Yeah. So that you can go out one of your channels and in another one of your channels to kind of shuffle, almost like an abacus. I was going to say abacus. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking of. Yep. Uh, is yeah, that the standard it. way to describe it? Yeah, it's kind of how it works, <laughs> you know, because uh, if you're sending, I mean, if you think about it, it makes sense. You have all these different channels, and you have inbound and outbound liquidity. And so if you're sending yourself, say, let's say 100,000 sats. But by means of a third part, of by someone else in the middle. Right. You're yeah. going to give it from your node to a node out channel and then somebody has to pass it to a different channel and then come in through another channel that's connected to you. So yeah. ideally you do it in those two hops, but sometimes it can take a, a bit more depending on how connected you are. Yeah. And so 
I love that abacus idea that when you open a channel, what you're really doing is you set up, oh, I've got an abacus. I've agreed to put this many beads on it. Exactly. Right? And when you push those beads all the way to the far side, well, you can't pull them back. You know, the other guy owns them now. And so what you have to do is realize that uh, a, a lightning payment, well, I love this abacus. It's like a bunch of different abacai yep. <laughs> strung together. And so you say, oh, I want to talk to someone three, uh, three steps away. Well, I'm going to send all of my beads down one side and it's it's set up in a way the next guy has to send the same amount down there and he maybe he gets to keep one for his trouble right and so on and the uh wow that's a beautiful way to to i love it i love this abacus bit this is great yeah it's all balanced in the abacus uh, so the trick rebalancing channel what's that mean it means i gotta try and find a way to knock those beads back towards me so that i can have liquidity again exactly (laughs) i love it oh this is great (laughs) <laughs> yeah the, i love it because the more you use it that's what i've been trying to champion sort of on uh bull after bull for the longest is like go set up a node and then just start playing with it you know it's like it's really hard to explain stuff it's gonna even talking about it is gonna turn your brain into chicken noodle soup yeah unless you get a node and then just start like get in the car and learn to drive you know yeah no this is like podcasting 2.0 when i listen i i've been listening to every single episode Yep, And I know that they have talked about all of the problems that I've had and they've given the solution on the show, but I wasn't <laughs> tuned into it. You know, it was, uh, it wasn't real until I started having the problems. If I wasn't yeah. in the driver's seat, I wouldn't notice you have to turn left here, you know? Liquidity means absolutely nothing until you need some. Yeah. And then it means, and then it's everything. <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh man. So I was looking at the podcast 2.0, um, value enabled podcasts, and I don't know if I just missed it last time. But I noticed there was a huge amount of of uh, value enabled feeds that were all from threespeak.tv. In fact, huh. a, a whole bunch of them were right at the top. I, I think it was about 300 of the 700 feeds that I could find. I think there were about 700. Maybe there was a little less. Um, to, to get a count, I was just parsing H. I was trying to do finds in HTML, trying to get a quick count of things. So I, that's my estimation. It, I could be off. But it seemed like a significant portion of them were three speak TV um, shows, and I actually didn't go to three speak TV. It could be a porn site for all I know. So let me type that in. <laughs> this could be like gotta no make, agenda stickers. Gonna make absolutely sure. Yeah. Oh yeah! Wow, that's a lot of three speak TV. So I don't know. This is interesting. It looks like it's a video site. Oh, interesting. Light, lightning enabled video site. Hmm. Yeah, I'm showing. 299 hits for free speak yeah this, on uh, the value enabled page there yeah that's what i got and the total number of value enabled what is that i think it's about 600 it must, or 700 i'm thinking it's something to do with hive it's something in the hive uh ecosystem because hmm. a lot of these that have the hit will say like username podcast on hive username podcast on hive yeah yeah well, that's interesting. I, I was trying to look to see if there was a change in music podcasts, and I think there are, but I didn't get to listen to them because they were all one of these uh, one of these video shows. So, Yeah, they definitely beefed up the number of value-enabled podcasts. Yeah, that is that is for sure. Just by doing... I bet it was just an automatic thing that, uh, you oh. know, they already had these 300 podcasts in their ecosystem, and then they were like, boom, now they're plugged into Value yeah. for Value. Well, we want that to happen with music at some point because there's a yeah. lot of music out there that that should be compatible with the with, it, it should be compatible with this system which is not yet developed. 
We still need a good name for it. It's not tune casting. <laughs> no, God, no. Though, no. I did uh, have some uh, thinks on it, and I don't think I'm quite there, but I think that I have sort of a step in the right direction. Oh, yeah. After uh, all. After all. <laughs> uh, I was thinking, because I was trying to get m- something that's a little bit more married to the traditional record industry lingo or terminology. Okay. And, you know, you have EPs and LPs, extended plays and long plays. Yeah. And I thought, well, what about a digital play? A DP. A DP. Oh, you got a DP. How about DVDA? A DVDA. Yeah. You have to ask Hog Story what that means. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I... Bing! Bop, 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 Yeah, ah, or a... There uh, we go. <laughs> I'll give myself a buzz. <laughs> wow, wow. A cyber, uh, cyber play or crypto play, a CP. I thought... I think but the, the crypto these acronyms crypto. have already been just terribly uh, distorted. The word crypto is hated on by maximalists for sure. I think that the the reality that this is going to be a lightning based network isn't the forefront of it. It's got to be um, the musician. We I said this way at the beginning. It's the music forward, right? And so it has to be something about the musician. The musicianship, but maybe it's the um, maybe it's something to do with the production house. Because really, what we're talking about is it's it's a, a a server somewhere that has a lightning node associated with it. It has a bunch of files on there, and they're going to be aggregated by something by podcast index or something like it. Sure. And so well, it, that server, kind of... I think, is maybe what we're looking for the name. Sure. It's it's just weird because really what we're talking about is a n- just the next evolution in the medium by which the music is distributed because you had, you know, records and then you had, you know, 8-track, went to cassette, went to CD, yeah. went to MP3 kind of, uh, you know, but... I think it's staying in MP3. To, we're, Maybe flack, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's just this uh, digital thing. I also saw, not to sidetrack, but I saw that uh, this was the first year that records surpassed CDs in like decades. <laughs> so the record sales are now selling CDs again. Oh, Yay! right. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. But the DPs could be outselling everything. <laughs> the DPs. <laughs> hey, babe, yeah. I got a DP for you. Hey, uh, did you check out my new DP? Check out my new DP. <laughs> you uh, you can return value to it in real time. Yeah. So practically, I was thinking a little bit about what the structure has to be. I, I don't have this nailed down, so this is just my my thoughts on it. At some point, what the app is, the, the app developer is not going to be able to to tell you what the top 10 songs are on, on their own. It's just not the business that they're in. No. Um, I think that there's going to be have to be a call to the podcast index that says I'm a music app, um, and my user says that he wants to see, or she wants to see uh, rock music. And so, what do you show? You know, if you open up uh, Spotify or you open up any one of these apps and you click on a or Bandcamp, it doesn't have to be an app; it could be a website. And you say, "What's electronic? What's jazz? I want to see what's what's new in jazz on Bandcamp." Well, there's shit out there. There's plenty of new stuff on there, and you can listen to it right away. But it's locked in their walled garden. Sure. I don't think that the artist would want to be locked in there if they knew there was an alternative. That, the, that's a different fight too. So uh, let's let's set that aside and just say that deciding which artists get get displayed, I don't think 
at, at least when you do a a general, I just show me what I want to talk to me about jazz. Okay, is maybe the API call. It just says talk to me about jazz. There sure. has to something has to come back, and it has to actually be jazz. It can't be a bunch of random bullshit. Uh, right. It can't be someone uh, being interviewed about talking about uh you know uh, the history of jazz. It has to be you click play and it starts with a song. You know you hear the horn section. Yeah, you know, because you gotta have a horn. You know what I mean? No doubt, you gotta have that horn in there. There's, it. It seems like that's the burden that this whole thing, if it really wants to work, that that we're gonna end up shuffling basically onto a podcast index. But I, I don't think that they have a a good way to figure that out. That's a whole different discipline beyond no aggregating doubt. podcasts. I mean, they're on the step right now of just trying to figure out how to return music versus all the other stuff that qualifies as a feed you know so they had talked in the last episode about solving the is versus is about problem yeah yeah uh with a namespace uh tag that defines what the enclosure is whether it's an audio file whether it's a podcast whether it's music whether yep. it's you know an audio book yep because they're right, the experience is going to be way different. Depending on what those things are, you're going to have a different experience that you expect to consume all of those different things. Well, just thinking about, about it now, because there's so much different about this project than what Podcast Index is doing, are we really talking about a parallel index or a parallel organization that ingests just maybe the same way that the index... Uh, goes out and aggregates feeds. It might do the same thing. It might just import the database. It might not do any aggregation at all. It just copies the database from Podcast Index. There's got to be a layer somewhere sure. that understands when I click rock music, I want to hear the guitar, uh, you know, riff at the beginning of the first song. Sure. And th there's no way that this is going to catch on if you don't have that good user experience. I agree. Uh, You're going to have to have the genre and subgenre stuff and maybe even influence tags but yeah. the, you know we may have a case for a whole different chunk of namespace that you know say they're making all these tags and one of them is music so you identify the enclosure is music well then as soon as it has that music it's going to maybe it should expect these other tags maybe it should expect information about artist and about uh, you know, genre, subgenre, maybe having influences where yeah. you can put influenced. Uh, you know, hey, we're like, we're like a little bit of U two well, and a little bit of uh the monkeys, you know, or something. So, you so have like an influence by the genres. I, what I'm, this is gonna sound really bad, but I hope you understand what I, what I mean when I say it's gonna be like a font family for genres, where you <laughs> could put in the most specific thing. We're a U two cover band. Right. Okay. But I don't, I don't know what a YouTube cover band is. I'm just an app, so I have to do a fallback, and I have to say I'm a um, a rock cover band, or I'm a just a rock music band, or maybe sure. there's some layer in between, you know. And so you can have the really specific, and then you have to be able to fall back to something that says, okay, I didn't understand what derpcore was. I didn't understand what <laughs> e what this particular genre was, and all the different subgenres you say you're in. I don't even know what those are, okay? Sure. And I have to keep falling back until I find something familiar. And eventually, I might just go back down to, oh, it's metal. You know, it, maybe that's 
maybe that has to be built in in some way. Some way where you, you can put in, oh, I'm a... Uh, I can't even think of one. <laughs> well, if you had a a genre and a subgenre tags, maybe then the genre could be out of a specific, very defined preset. You know, maybe you'll have your basic rock, jazz, hip hop. Um, yeah. Here's the the thing, and I'm going to put myself out here. I don't understand the subgenres. I don't have a good sense of even the subgenres where I write <laughs> and make music in. Sure. I don't think about them i don't care about them and maybe that puts me in a really bad place to, to talk about them but it it's not in the forefront of my mind and when someone comes up to me and says oh yeah i've been really into it, and they insert weird subgenre no one's ever heard of here <laughs> i kind of it just goes in one ear and out the other because i don't care i want to know what the, the music sounds like the it, dark sewer turned me on a dark synth pretty hard dark synth. the dark sewer man that's a, some great shit you know all of that <laughs> stuff should be on uh all of that stuff should just be on a playlist for Nick the Rat that he could have on uh, on his pod too. No doubt, yeah, it should yeah. just be accessible for anybody who wants to DJ and you know uh, spin different stuff. It's all but there's big interest in it, so I think it's CC by. So this is one of those where you don't have to ask permission as yeah. long as you give them credit. Yep, yeah, I think that uh, a lot of work could be done in just organizing and archiving those into this medium we're talking about, and then. You just allow the artist to come in and plug a value tag if they want it, you know? Yeah. And then it's like, oh, holy crap, I can I can be monetizing this and it's already out there. Yeah. I think the 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 play to pay model is the hard sell to industry. Um when you go to a jukebox company and they say, Oh, it's a fifty cents fifty cents a song. You put in a dollar, you get um so many credits, you can basically play two songs with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking of like Amy Jukebox, uh, Touch Tunes, some things like that. I think that they would be happy to have a digital version of their business, but I don't think that the rights holders that they license everything from would be. So trying to get ACDC on this service is going to be a, a hard sell. I don't think it's going to come right away. Yeah, just, I'm just so being either. honest. Honest. There's about just it right a, now. I mean, there's a niche and a different way and mindset of doing things. But I mean, we mentioned the in rainbows album radiohead put out last time oh, yeah. and uh i think like with other albums like i'm trying to think of like some of the most influential albums uh i've ever heard and i'm probably like <laughs> pink floyd animals you know oh yeah if animals by pink floyd had always existed in a value for value or a pay and play model i would have probably put hundreds of dollars over over a thousand bucks a lifetime easily i mean oh, yeah. okay i've put over a thousand into no agenda for instance so i would put i would have put over a thousand into pink floyd in general maybe not specifically animals but the band in total for sure over over my lifetime and that's the beauty of that pay for play model is like it it can be so good and stay with you for so long that you buy it again you buy it again you know you show appreciation yeah. for it again versus you paid nine bucks for it like 30 years ago and you still <laughs> got it you know yeah there's no ceiling in this model so i think like it does seem to be up front people get that scarce mentality of like oh we're just putting it out there yeah. but then we just have to almost retrain a whole culture of how to like consume things yeah there's something interesting to to bring up too which is the the streaming sats 
you know, what's the value per minute of something? Yeah. Is a difficult question. Now I have my sliders turned up all the way, <laughs> which, which means I'm just dumb. It's, it's part of my thing. Okay. If I'm listening to your show and I haven't, do- some of these shows I've never donated to. And so I just gotcha. turned the thing up and I said, yeah, whatever. I'm making up for last time. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but if you think about, you know, pigs on the wing, part yeah. one is a very short song, but I would boost the hell out of that. But then if you, yep. it, is it worth less per minute? Or more per minute than I don't know, dogs, which yeah, is which also is the better best of the album, best song they've done in my opinion. But yeah, yeah, I think that's my favorite one. Wait, wait, pigs on the pick one. What's Pigs on the Wing? It's like ninety seconds, isn't it? Yeah, you know, you yeah, get one payment that. in. Now, Dogs is a great song, but it's like twenty minutes long too. So you, right. you know, yep. how do you balance that? In in any way, uh, Dogs is, is great tough. to listen to, but if you. Like right when you put that record on and you hear the just the beginning, if I didn't care for you, you know that shit. Yep. It's nope. yeah, that's my shit. You know, that's when that's Definitely. when I wanna send the money. Yeah. So I don't know. That's why I love having options because then if you give people the options, they're gonna adapt to what makes sense to them. So like for me, I sometimes turn the slider per minute down just so I can boost, boost, boost. And also sometimes I'm gonna step away or maybe i'm maybe i've got something on the sphinx going for the stream and then i'll play it on the stream and i don't necessarily know when i'm gonna be back down there you know i don't want to drain my whole wallet necessarily yep um but then that allows me to go back down and boost and then i can pick a number that makes sense and that is affordable yeah just to keep ourselves realistic here i think what we're really talking about is the Bandcamp soundcloud crowd Right now, we're not really talking about major okay. record labels. Well, yeah, we're we're I talking agree. about the the smaller bands who don't have a record deal, and that would make them amenable to um, participating in this kind of thing. Just the same way that the target audience of you know value for value on podcast index, you know, trying to get people in so that they're they're you know bringing money through the system and funding the index and all that. They're not going after. Uh, you know the NBC Nightly News folks or NPR. They're going. They're they're going to the independent podcaster, and I think that is analogous to what we what we really should be tailoring the service for here, uh, which is the Bandcamp, the independent band. The, and you know the thing about bands and musicians is, by the time you recorded that album, you're already everyone does it at a at a loss. You don't make yeah. any money if you're an independent band and you want to cut an album. You're just you're gonna spend money on it, and you might never make it back, you know. Yep. So we're we're also talking about people who don't have a lot of money, but you know they're they've been willing to spend a couple hundred on a guitar. Uh, they've been willing to spend you know so much on a bass and and all the equipment. And by the time you add all that up, the idea of having a lightning node, which you own, and it's not a service, it's not a fee, you know, it's a thing that you have. Yep. Uh, and you get to keep a, forever. A tool. I I don't think that's such a bad pitch. I agree. I agree. The, th- the thing is that, uh, exactly what you said, it's not like this monthly thing that you have to pay to keep going. So you, cause then people start making that calculation, you know, that, that was the pushback. We got right in with voltage, which is a monthly service. It's like a rent a node, uh, which takes a lot of the guesswork and, you know, behind the scenes tweaking out of it and does it for you. But that's the trade off. You have to pay every month and you don't really own it, you know? Um, there's a little more investment with the raspy blitz and a lot of people are shying away from that. Cause it, like you said, it's, you know, a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. 
something like a guitar or a bass or a soundboard or, you know, many people have spent a couple hundred bucks on equipment, but it's just another piece of equipment, just another piece of your infrastructure. Let me just put this out there. This is something that Cold Acid's brought up um, when we were talking about lightning and, and everything. To open a channel, you have to put a bunch of funds up. Uh, like, say I was expecting to... Um, you know, pay a hundred dollars. I might open a hundred dollar or a hundred twenty dollar channel or something like that. I'm I'm saying dollars. You know, I, I could say sats. Whatever. I'm not going to say uh, three hundred ten sats or three hundred ten thousand sure. sats or whatever. Um, that there's some apprehension to the idea that to be able to receive money, you have to first have a channel open, right? And there's no way that I know of to be able to receive funds unless you at least open up a channel to the podcast index. Uh, because it seems like everyone's connected to that anyway, um, at least the people we're talking to. Yeah. Well, you'll have to have inbound liquidity, which requires somebody to be opening channels to you. Okay. Um, How does that, does so, the podcast index automatically open a channel to me? It does not. Yeah. Uh, I think I think Breeze, I think... Uh, I think Breeze does a lot of auto stuff when they're looking at value tags, and I think uh, Sphinx does some as well. Um, also, other podcasters, if you click around, like a good way to find out is to search people's podcasts on Podcast Index, yeah. and you'll see a name there for who the value is going to. Um, and then you can click on that, and it'll take you to the 1ML page, which is the node, the, no the known info about the node. Mm-hmm. So I'm just yeah, going to pull Ablecraft up. If you click on <laughs> Ablecraft, it's got Abel Kirby and Spencer, uh, Sir Spencer. Yeah. And then you click on it. I guess it goes to Amboss, not 1M. Excuse me. They're Amboss. both uh, they're both sort of similar in that they track nodes. Um, but it'll also give you the address to it. Yeah. And you can open up a channel to them uh, directly through there. You can also, as far as inbound liquidity, you're going to have to communicate more to people who do that um i have a lot of liquidity in my raspy blitz node so right. i can open channels directly to people and that's how you're able to receive funds it's somebody you know puts their abacus line puts beads on it and make sure that you have the empty side so that there's an ability and then at that point it's like i don't have to donate all that money to you say i open a channel for five hundred thousand sats to you yep it's not like i'm oh, donating you, you <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. Watch out. <laughs> uh, I'm not donating those sats to you. I am allowing those sats to flow to you. If anybody wants to pay you who happens to be connected to me in any way on the network. Yeah. So you so say like, say Adam Curry is streaming the show and he's going to boost it. That boost will go to me directly. Cause I have a channel with him. And then it's also going to go to you through me. If we had those channels. Yeah. So I opened up a, a quote-unquote private channel with you, and I noticed okay, it, yeah. it doesn't show up. Do you see it on your end? I do. Yeah, do. I did see that. Um, it doesn't show up anywhere else. It's just going to show up on my node. Okay. And uh, could, could you route things? So if someone, uh, by way of you, they said, I'm sending uh, 200 beads your way. You take one for your effort and send 199 downstream to me. Can, mm -hmm. they, can they route that through that node? Or, or through, I'm sorry, through the channel that, that they don't know about? They can. And in fact, a lot of your stuff is already routed through me. Uh, so, like, 
I see four forwards to game B2, which is Sphinx. Okay. And I see two more to the podcast index. Those both came in through you. Oh, and one to lightning.watch. Uh-huh. So your payments that you've been sending, whether you're sending them, I don't know if it's through Breeze or however your no- connected node is sending them. A- anyway, uh, I can. <laughs> they've gone through... They've gone through me at a lot of different points. Cool. And so they go through, that that means they go through that channel. And that's the public nature of this stuff, I guess. It's all a shared ledger. And so on my side, I've got an eyeball with a slash through it, and that tells me it's a private channel. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, if I open it up, I, I see the exact same thing. I see a, I see some podcast index. I got some, I turned on the auto, um, auto channel maker thing, and it, oh, it sure, opened up yeah. some things. I, I'm not sure what i feel about it. i'm gonna let it run for a while and see if it does anything really stupid um okay yeah, i've, we'll, I've we'll heard see. that it does pretty good if you don't want to get too hands-on with it i've always made my own channels but also like the very first i think it was the day after i put a value tag up somebody just emailed me and they were like oh i see you're on the thing let me open a <laughs> channel to you and that was before i knew anything about channels or anything i was like okay i was like uh, I messaged Dave Jones. I was like, "Hey, this random guy wants my public key. Is that okay?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I got my public key, what I did is I looked at the front of my uh, my Raspberry Blitz, and it had a number on it, but it doesn't say public key. At least not not on my screen. It doesn't say pub key. So I looked uh-huh. at it. I said, "It looks like a pub key. It might be a pub key." I counted the characters on it and I compared it to the one you had. I said, "I don't know. It's the right length. That's probably it." And I just sent it to <laughs> Dave Jones. <laughs> Yeah, it's. Uh, I guess it works. I know it's wild at first, isn't it's, it? It's just so ridiculous that they don't put the word "public key" right next to it. Right. Oh uh, boy, but that's nerds for you. It's you can tell this whole system is designed by nerds. We're gonna have to yeah. fix some of that. You gotta love it. I mean, and it's it's so early too. I mean, yeah. Even though it's been, you know, you can talk about the age of Bitcoin, or you can talk about the age of the Lightning Network, or you can talk about the age of the podcast index uh but all of it together combined is super new it's like not even fully built out yet you know yep. it's still in the process of being constructed so yep into it we're at the point where if you do a search for how do i find my pub key you get not quite the answers you're looking for you get a bunch of other things as, yeah. uh, all right let's well, talk about let's talk about our bullshit for a little bit okay so we can close this out before we get too far I, I like the I like the conversation. We got to save some for next week. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. Uh, and so, what we also do, what Sir Spencer and I do, is we're working on an album. We're going to publish through RSS. The details of exactly what that feed is going to look like are to be determined. But we've got a couple things going down. Um, I've got some some news for you. Uh, there was a producer I was talking to. Um, I sent him. Uh, we went back and forth one more time. Um, I told you his name before. I won't mention it now because we don't know if uh, if it's going to work out or not. But I sent him the stems for one of our songs, the first one, Making Beans. So I went out, I went out in Reaper and I rendered all those out as individual. So each track is a WAV file. Zipped them up and sent them off to him. And I have, heard, have not heard anything back yet. So kind of, well, I don't know. I The other thing is I see him on No Agenda Social. He's like, yeah, we all got the coof. So, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to be too hard on him or anything, especially because yeah. it's also volunteer. Yeah, exactly. You got to take a few days for the coup for one through. Yeah. I also talked to um, uh, Fletcher. Oh, yeah. A, a way back in the early days, I was talking with Fletcher, trying to get him to, to basically play guitar, multi-instruments on uh, 
on this. You know, back when it was just sort of a glimmer in the uh, glimmer in uh, my eye here that we yeah. wanted. I wanted to do something, so I was feeling around and and I talked to him and I got him to agree, but then I could never get any music out of him. So whatever, we ended up uh, not doing anything. But I talked to him the other night and he said, "Yeah, I'm interested again. I want to do s- stuff." So I wanted to check with you. Uh, you want to bring him on board? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Okay. I have I, no objection to Fletcher coming on. Yeah. So I so I had a I had a he song in have mind. A, he doesn't even have a node, so bring everybody in that doesn't have nodes. Yeah. Oh yes, this is it. Oh yeah. He doesn't know what he just did. Is now yeah. he has to get a note. Yeah. Ah, I love it. Yeah. Uh so the song I was thinking about was um, you know, Stay a While. That song. Mm-hmm. It's the one with the reprise at the beginning and end. Yeah. Um, he, he said he wanted to do bass on something, and that is, I think I got a little, I don't know. We're so dry on this show. We're just talking about Bitcoin. I'm going to play a little bit of the demo version. And this is okay. not your drum playing. This is the temporary drums and the temporary bass uh, of, of some of this shit, you know. And so this was the track that, I, you know, Fletcher can, can do something. He can play bass on this. Oh, we got to get a better drum beat, though, you know. You're, that's your job. I'll come up with one. Well, that habit's hard to break. Yeah. All the angels vagabond. Beautiful and gray. At night in a small town. Yeah. So that was the demo track we did for that. I think that was the second demo. Uh, I was trying to come up with lyrics for it, whatever. Um, we ended up putting it together. Oh, well, I guess I put it together. Uh, but that is, I think, what we want to put Fletcher on. I think he could do the bass on that. Sure. The, the chorus is super kind of weird, though, so that's the challenge for most of this shit. Yes. Um, well, speaking of super weird, yeah. I was working on, I wanted first to work on uh, Monday Ghost. Yeah, good luck. It's that not ready. The, that was the first <laughs> one I was going to pull up and, and start with. And then I was drumming along to it, drumming along to it. And then I was like, yeah, I was just trying to work out what I wanted to do with it. And yeah. then I turned the click track on and the click track is like not in the right time signature. And I know, oh boy, I know just enough in Reaper to like limp along and record <laughs> now. And then I was like, how am I going to change? What am I going to do? <laughs> no, I'll just work on a different song. And so then I switched over to Willow Brown, which yeah. is what I've been working on all day today. Did you get a, did you figure it out at all? I have uh, the ability to, yeah, record the MIDI data. That's about it. What about the. So here's my problem with most of the songs is is I have an idea of what I want it to sound like, but then right. when I actually go to play it, I say, well, that sounds like shit. That's not what I want. And I have huh. to keep going back over and over. And even when we have a good demo, and I thought I knew exactly what we were supposed to play when I get to actually recording, I say, oh, this doesn't work at all. I got to do it. I got to yeah. find a new way to do it. Well, that, that was a lot of what I did today. And, yeah. uh, my style is like, <laughs> recording listening deleting recording listening deleting yeah <laughs> and uh then it occurred to me after probably about an hour and a half of recording listening deleting i was like you know that click is influencing me on this four four stiffness yeah. and i'm not really hearing the bass as much because i'm listening just to that click track and i'm like i need to just sit here and listen to it without the click track on at all yeah and listen to it two or three times and then that bass takes over in the rhythm section and you're like oh man i want to change the rhythm completely because i'm hearing the bass now yeah and i want to like follow what it's doing 
And uh, so that's a problem for me. That's a a real problem for me too. I was working on, um, <laughs> I forget what the original song was called. Uh, uh, it was it was called like Loser Jack? Is it's the map song? Okay. Spoiler alert: We have a song about maps now. <laughs> my maps. My, and we have a uh, a problem where I try and sit down with the guitar and I want to come up with a good beat, but I want to hear the drums first. You know. Sure, but, but you want to hear the guitar first before you play the drums, and so we're yeah. at an, we're at an it's, impasse. It is an impasse for sure. So what do we that's do? Another that's another one of those things where you're not in the same room, so somebody has to go first, and then somebody has to go second and yeah. third and fourth, and it might even be that we hot potato the thing back and forth to where you send me the sketched in song, I lay the drums down, you go, oh, well, I want a different rhythm because of the drums, and then you lay something new down. Yeah. And you know, maybe we maybe we play a little bit of pong, knocking it back and forth until we get what we want. Do the old postal service. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, I got some recording done at least. I got some uh acoustic guitar tracks down. Looking forward to uh some MIDI data that I can uh import and try and uh, cuz Willow Brown had a cool groove to it, I think. Yeah. It's uh it's at least it was fun for me to play. I'll say that. Um, looking forward to plugging your stuff into that. Yeah, um, we'll see. We'll see what you like about it. Do you have any other updates have, before uh, we uh, before we go? No, that'll be the first thing I get to you for sure is the Willow Brown because now I I know what I want to do on it. Now it's just a matter of getting it recorded in a way that I like it. What do you think about how I stretched out the chorus a little bit? I like that. It's, I like. Uh, I think that it has more. I don't know. I don't know what you exactly call it, but more room to uh, groove around yeah. in. I guess. The first one, it it was really crowded when I was. In yeah. retrospect, I'm I'm, I shouldn't critique myself. I shouldn't like edit myself. But in retrospect, it's like I I did a lot of really crowded shit right at the beginning of this. <laughs> uh, I've been trying to undo it for, for the last couple months. Yeah. Oh boy. One of the many challenges. All right. Well, this has been Ablecraft. We're a value for value podcast. We talk about podcasting. Uh, and we talk about music, and we talk about value for value. We talk about everything you've heard so far. You know what we, we you know what we're about. You just listen to the show. Uh, what do you think <laughs> about recording? Uh, do you want to stick to Thursdays? Yeah, this works for me. Okay. Uh, at one point, we're gonna have to cut because I am gonna be on Hog Story eventually. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we might have to do a Friday recording. Okay. Or or I don't know what we're gonna do. We'll figure it out. Yeah, maybe we could do it early, or maybe I don't know. We could be flexible and creative. Yeah. We're well, artists, man. You know, we roll with the punches. Yeah, okay. Let's roll with the punches right out the door and uh, <laughs> say bye to, uh, to everyone who's listening. Here's the f- outro music. Same as the intro music. Catch y'all later. Bye.